morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is the day that the Lord has made. I feel a little churchy right now listening to Michael Jackson for some reason. I don't know. Um, he said, listen, we're living off the wall right now. We're in crazy times, so why not? Why not get down, right? Good morning, everybody. It's so good to see everybody. Well, today is Wednesday, and um, thank you, daughter. <laughs> I just checked the chat box. And welcome to Greatness in Garages. Yes, I decided to, hey, Connie Kennard is on, my girl, Miami Day Chamber of Commerce, that's my girl. Got some ballers and shot callers on here this morning. Hey, girl, I wanna um, say hi to you in a few minutes. So listen, welcome to Greatness in Garages with your host, Paige Turner. This is our masterclass that we do every Wednesday. Sister, you can't hear me? Every Wednesday um, at noon Central Standard Time. Now, just a 30 second, possibly a minute of why we do Greatness and Garages Masterclass. It's so that we can all sharp, sharpen each other's iron during this pandemic while we're on lockdown at home. I know some people are venturing back out to work, but just so that we make sure that we're stronger together because certainly we will come out better after COVID than we went in if we do the work, right? So I'm going to do something a little different today. I'm going to try to do IG Live as well. I'm trying to figure out this whole social media thing because there's a conspiracy going on um, in the world of the algorithm that really gets on the service. Uh-oh. Make sure, everybody, that your phones um, or laptops are muted for me. I think everybody's are. So, Greatness in Garages. About five weeks ago now, um, I'm venturing out here. I'm in Cali. Decided to stay out here during COVID. I'm staying with my family right now. I was in the dining room and I just felt really stuck. And I was like, okay, um, Tony Robbins has taught me when you are in a stuck place, sometimes you have to physically move yourself from that stuck place and take massive action just to shift out of whatever mental or physical or emotional stuck place you're in. So I decided to come out to the garage. My kids tell me, because they run my production on here, Zaire, Quincy, and Kai, they do such a great job. They do all of our graphics. They do the setup for the webinars. They're so bomb. When I tell you I have birth greatness, I mean that. Like, God had touched these kids, and I'm just so blessed to have them. But they said that my introduction of greatness in garages is too long. So I'm going to shorten it up a little bit. But I was out here, and I was in, you know, my brother and sister's garage, and I was just looking around. I was like, dang, you know. They really worked hard. There's platinum and gold records all around the wall. You guys can even see the whole garage. There's just a lot of hard work in this garage. That led to my next thought. Wow, how many great businesses have started in garages? That led me to Google. Oh, wow. Yes, Apple. Yes, Amazon, right? We all know Amazon is, you know, Jesus' first little cousin right now because they're just blessing all of us with all of our needs while we're on this, you know, stay at, under these stay-at-home orders. Um, Hewlett Packard. Disney filmed their first film in a garage. And while everybody not, might not have a garage, guess what? A garage starts right here. Like where you are starts right here. Where you wanna be starts right here. And everybody who knows me knows that that is who I am. I'm about vision. And when I was sitting in this garage, I said, wow, there's really a lot of greatness in this garage. And wow, I'm really at a place being an entrepreneur. I haven't had a job since 1999, you guys. I put all my babies through public private school, all of them through college. They all just graduated in the last year and a half. They are chain breakers. And it's because I started with vision. It's because I started with really at the bottom in a garage, you know, literally figuratively. And so I was sitting here, greatness in garages was birthed and it is me giving back to you guys. It's us sharpening each other's iron. It's us making sure we come out of COVID stronger than we went in. It's us saying we're not just going to sit while we're at home under quarantine and do nothing. And a lot of us who are entrepreneurs are not, many people have lost their jobs, but you still have to pivot. 
you still have to learn how to shift. And you know, me being an entrepreneur, I touch people, I hug people. I work with people for the last 19 years. I've been a real estate broker for 17 years, own my own brokerage, you know, had television shows. I've done all that, but it all requires touching people, meeting with people, speaking to people, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. And now we can't do that right now. So it's caused me to have to pivot in my business. And that's where Greatness and Garages can bring us all together. So I want to say this, okay? Because I'm all about entrepreneurship. I'm all about vision. Everybody knows that one of my, I mean, this woman who's on here, she gets on every Greatness and Garages. She, every episode she's been on from the very first one, about five weeks ago. Her name is Natasha Locklayer. Always one of the first ones on. She is a bomb. But let me tell how bomb she is. She started her own bakery. You guys, make sure you get your phones, please. She started her own baking business um, just recently. And my birthday was on April 25th. And guess what I got in the mail? I got four really cute glass jars. Now, this is about to be funny. Um, of her baking, her baked goods, okay? Chocolate cake and vanilla cake, which is my favorite. And the name of her company in Nashville is called Lock Layered Cakes. Now, you know, she emailed me and I, I have to answer a couple of questions for her, but it, I was kind of stuck because I wasn't really sure about the questions she was asking me. Hey, James, can you make sure that you keep your phone on mute? Thank you. And I looked, when, when I got the UPS delivery of these baked birthday goods, I looked, I said, lock layered cakes. I didn't get it at first. And it's because they came in this jar, okay? And there was a layer of cake and then icing and then cake and then icing and then cake. Now I'm gonna show you the jar, but it's all gone. All four of them, in fact, are all gone. But the top was so cute. It, they came with bows and she even put forks in there with a bow on it. And this is probably some of the best cake, Natasha, that I've had in years. So, I mean, this goes up against Sam, Sam's Club cakes. And if anybody knows about Sam's Club cakes, that's where you go to get cakes. So good. So thank you so much, Natasha, for my birthday treats. But, um, and the jars, I'm going to reuse them because they're so cute, right? So we can recycle. You're the bomb, girl, and you're going to um, blow up. So make sure you guys, uh, Natasha, put your um, handles, because uh, I tagged you, I think, yesterday, the day before. Put your Instagram and Facebook handles in so people know where to go and order lock layer cakes. So thank you, girl. I appreciate it so much. Um, let's see. A little bit of housekeeping. Um, yes, please make sure all of your phones are on mute. Hey, you guys on Instagram, you could go to link in my bio and click it so you can jump on our webinar. It's live, it's bomb, and I'm about to introduce my next guest shortly, so you just wait. So I'm doing this, I'm trying, okay? We're doing a lot today, but I'm just gonna see how it works out. Um, also, I'm just gonna uh, see, keep your phones on mute. We're gonna do a Q&A afterwards. I'm going to start either this coming Tuesday or the following Tuesday, and I've shared this with everybody, um, I have a little book out, and it's a good little book, and it's a good little life-changing book, and it's called The Go Life, okay? Go, acronym for Greatest Opportunities. The Go Life, Seizing Your Greatest Opportunities. Now, what's crazy is I wrote it about a year and a half ago, published it at the end of 2019, and everything in this book applies right now during quarantine. It's crazy how much I've learned from my own book, just having to go back and you know reread it. What's going to be great about what we're going to start and launch in the next week or two, every Tuesday evening, so around eight o'clock central, 6 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to just have a book club on the go life. We're going to read. It's such an easy read, you guys, and it's such a life changer. And that's I wrote it very easily so we can just get in, change our lives, and, and go do the work, right? At the end of every chapter, there's an accountability space, okay? We're going to take a, a 
you could read a chapter really in an hour, but we're going to take a week and really think about what the accountability space is going to mean to us. So we can start building our vision. Because if you guys, I know everybody's like, you got to come out. We might not come out a millionaire, okay, from COVID, but we're going to come out better than we went in. And it's going to start right here with our Go Life series, okay, every Tuesday. I'm going to start promoting that. Me and promotion, I'll tell you, I need a team just to do that. But my babies are really working hard. So enough about me, okay? I'm about to get into it. I got a guest, and I see that he's just logged on. We've had some dope guests on here. Kid from Kid and Play, he dropped, he dropped some knowledge on us last week, gangster knowledge. I love what he said. I'm going to lead in with this to introduce my guest today. Kid said, we need to remember who we are and how we started. Because when Kid and Play started back in the 80s, they didn't have social media. They didn't have all this instant connection with people. They just started with a plan and a vision, and they went to work. Kid said we have to remember where we, who we are, where we started, and that way we can reposition ourselves, we reshift ourselves, and create a new lane for ourselves. And that's what this COVID thing is about. We have to learn different ways to be successful and feed our families and to keep our vision going. So the man I'm about to introduce now, now he's a giant of an entrepreneur and you can see he looks like he's actually in the tree he's a giant of a man as well i read that he's six foot seven inches y'all six foot seven okay he is the epitome of being an entrepreneur he's from los angeles raised in pasadena went to cal state northridge i mean he's la proper just like i am la for real for real look at connie laughing la for real he is a celebrity fashion designer, okay? Now, not just any celebrities, because, you know, we all can but when you can say that you design clothes, so you start with nothing, and you can look at somebody and come up with a vision for them to wear to the likes of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Ellen. Every, she, Ellen's my best friend in my head, y'all. Like, every, who doesn't love Ellen, right? She's all our best friends. And this man on here, my next guest, designs, but he's a father, of two kids, I believe. He's a husband of a beautiful wife. His family is bomb. Uh, we'll put his Instagram handles and um, all his contact information in the chat box. You guys, he's a brilliant man. And as an entrepreneur in a business where you have to physically touch people, he has had to shift and pivot in during this time as well. That's why it was so important for me to have him on. And I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed that you agreed to come on Warrior Boswell, welcome to Greatness in Garages. I already know you're a great man, and I already know that you're going to bring us great life-changing information. Yes, good morning. Can everybody hear me? Yep. Oh, my God. So before we get into this, I want to, spend a, I want to send a special shout to everybody with children who are homeschooling children, who have a spouse that has to work, because that's what we're dealing with. So, John, your amazing boyfriend, my are you on? And I said, brother, I'm finishing up Long Division with my oldest son, like, give me a second and I'm gonna get on. So, that being said, um, thank you so much for having me on here. It's a blessing to be with all of you all this morning. And I'm just going to jump in and just give you all just a, you know, just a little background of, you know, me, how I ended up starting, and then we'll open it up for Q&A and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. So 
as stated, my name is Warrior Boswell. I'm a designer. I was born in Culver City, raised in Los Angeles, and Altadena and Pasadena. And um, when I went to high school, I had this amazing growth spurt where I grew from 5'8 to 6'3 half over a summer, so three months, like an amazing growth spurt. So when I got back to, uh, when I went back to the 11th grade, I'm six foot three and a half now. And I kept on growing and I topped out at six, seven at the age of 29. So I was just growing infinitely. And, um, you know, I state this in a lot of my interviews is that like, when you go to a store, a lot of regular size individuals, you all don't understand the power that you all have. There's a power in being able to go anywhere you want and being able to walk into that store and know that they have something for you in every color. So as I'm growing, my mother was like, you know, like, I'm gonna put the hands of God on you because, you know, it, it, it's like, how are you going to use this height? Because you're growing out of the regular size range. And, this, and the regular size range is size small to 2XL. But when you're tall and athletic, extra large doesn't necessarily mean it's going to fit you. So what we ended up doing was we're buying extra larges that just fit my sleeves, but the body is super big. So I was having a problem because I grew out of that model. So now I'm in college. I'm still growing. Graduate from college. After I graduate from college, I enter the workforce. And when I entered the workforce, I was working at an agency called Industry Entertainment. And then I left from industry and I went to work for William Morris. Then from William Morris, I went to work for United Talent. And I was in the training programs. And the training program, just very short, they're what any person who is aspiring to be an agent has to go through. <clears throat> so I went through those and, you know, I always tell people that I come from a family rich in love, not finance, which a lot of us do. Like we come from those, just based off of our experience in the, in the United States, a lot of us aren't, you know, armed and equipped with incredible business plans and, you know, coffers full of money. We just got to figure situations out. <clears throat> so that, that being said, when I was at the agencies, I was having just a very hard time assimilating into the whole uh, aesthetic of an agency because I'm six foot seven. I'm the tallest person there. I'm the darkest person there. I'm probably the only black person there or the only person of color there. So, you know, it's not like my, my presence was naturally welcome. So when you step into environments like that, you know, you got to make sure that your tool shed and your game is like super tight. So that Hey everyone, is everybody's screen frozen? Kai, can you wave to me? These high uniforms together. And in doing so, I have like a pinstripe jacket on with a glint plaid pant. And I mean, like, it was just like, my situation was just, just not good. So to make a long story short, what I ended up having to do is, I said, you know what? I'm gonna leave here 
because I saw that there was a ceiling. And I went and worked at a production company where the uniform a production company is being relaxed. So in doing that, I was able to stop. And, and while I was doing that, I realized you're a producer. But I realized that by working at the agencies and also work the producer that I was working with, I had amazing access. And access is like, like that's like the key word. Access everything because you could have the best script, you could have the best song, you could have the best recipe, the best chocolate cookies ever. If you don't have any access to get your platform to somebody who can actually assist in making wheels churn, it doesn't matter. You just hot in the house. And when I say hot, I don't mean hot like temperature. I mean hot like, oh, I'm dope. You're just good in the house. So you need to make sure that everybody out there, well, let me rephrase. You want to make sure that in using your platform that your access point and that you're very careful with whom you're sharing your information or your goals or your dreams with. Because people are silent killers. And the people that you share your dream with, you like you have to be careful. Sometimes it could be, I mean, like it could be anybody who's seriously close to you, or it could be somebody who is like, you know, an associate. You just have to be very careful. And the reason why I tell you the, the reason why that happens, I'll say this very quickly and I'll get back to the story, is that you have to realize that each and every person has something that they're good at. Every single person. The difference between all of us is that there are some people who actually pursue that and actually develop it and actually make it happen. And then there are people who, again, they just end up being hot on their block, hot on their street, hot in their house. So if you come along with all of this ingenuity, all this energy, all this naivete, because you got to be naive to, to, to like, start a business and know that you're going up against like some big boys. Like if you come with all this and you talk to the wrong person, that wrong person can instill the fear that they have in you, which is like, that's like cyanide. It's like, it is vicious. So anyway, Like, I didn't know what it, what it was that I wanted to do, but I did realize that I could not find any clothing that fit me perfectly. I wasn't worried about anybody else. And, I, and, 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 and not worrying about anybody else, what I learned was, if you focus on just that spirit of words that are being put on your mind gate, like, it will alleviate so much foolishness. So, I'm gonna say that to you again. When the spirit puts something on your mind, you will be best suited to not think about all the ways that it won't work. Just take that word that's being put on your mind and say, you know what? Now that it's been put on my mind, spirit, give me the people who can help me make this happen. Give me the signs that I'm going the right direction. Like all of these things are very important. And 
it's very important that you keep the signal clear. So, I mean, like, I don't drink, I don't do any drugs. People who do drink, you know, or, or do drugs recreationally, I don't have anything against them, don't cast any judgment. But I'm saying when you are looking to accomplish big gains, it's, it's so important to just keep the mind gate as clear as possible. So that being said, I received my severance package, had this conversation with my sister, realized I wanna do clothing. I don't have anybody in my background who comes from a sartorial background or an apparel background. So I was, I mean, like, again, I'm back at square one. So literally, I called on the spirit and I was like, can you please just introduce me to people who can help me get to where I need to get? And literally like, you know, I believe all of us have been bowling. If you haven't bowled, you, you've witnessed it. Like when that ball goes down the alley and it hits those pins, like literally me calling the universe was the bowling ball. And that bowling ball just rolled down the alley of my life and literally it just hit all the pins. So literally I started meeting fabric resources. I started meet, meeting seamstress people. I started meeting pattern makers. I started meeting graphic designers. So all of these things started to come together. They like all coagulated at the perfect time. So my mother at this point in time was working at a brand that he used to own. And she knew a pattern maker and this pattern maker lived in Pomona. And um, my mother was like, you know, I see that you're interested in doing clothing. And you know, my mother, like my sister, like we're all like, it, it's, we have a very small, uh, small family unit. So, you know, when one person is interested in doing something, if we're serious about it, we all kind of form together about ways to assist one another. So my mother said, I'm gonna connect you with this woman and she's pretty much going to assist you with your pattern making and also your sample making. And this woman who lives in Pomona, I live in Los Angeles proper, mid city. So, I'm driving back and forth to Pomona two to three times a week to get my samples done, to try on samples, to look at patterns, to learn about measuring, like all of these things, like I'm just learning about. And as I'm learning about these things, it's really showing me that like, you know, these are the things that I call for. And as I call for them, they're starting to appear and manifest in my life. So this woman made, you know, pants for me. She made shirts for me. She made jackets for me and they weren't the best quality, but what they were, were they fit me perfectly. And you all got to remember at this time, I'm like maybe like six, six and I'm, just, and, and, and I'm just trying to figure it out. So I got all of my stuff to fit me. And once I got, you know, my uniform together on a professional level, then what I did was I went back to my pool of resources. My pool of resources was my access base all those touch points. And I said to them, this is a new business that I'm offering. I'm offering custom clothing to executives and individuals who don't necessarily want to go shopping, don't have the time to go shopping and want something custom. So my business started to expand. It started to grow. As it started to grow, again, I say this all the time that you know African-Americans, a lot of time, we have, you know, all the ideas, but we don't necessarily, some of us, not all of us, I'm only speaking on behalf of me. A lot of us don't have the business background to understand 
understand, like, you know, when you start a business, before you make anything, you need to make sure that you incorporate yourself or you become, a, uh, you know, uh, uh, a proprietor of some sort. You need to make sure that you have a CPA. You need to make sure that you have, you know, your invoicing in order. You need to make sure that you have somebody who can handle all of that for you. A lot of us, we just have an idea and then we just go do that idea. And if the idea blows up, it's like Chris Rock, it's like Chris Rock said, it's a grand opening and grand closing sometime. And I'm going to relate that to myself because as I started to like build my business, it was very organic. It is very organic. And I call it a cottage industry. And I'll get back to the cottage industry in a minute, or I'll, I'll delve deeper into the cottage industry in a minute. But when I started to grow my business, I started to meet all of these individuals because, you know, there are people, there are lots, there are millions of people who are off of the regular size grid. And by me offering my service and me styling in a specific way that was very elegant, um, very royal, very masculine, I started to attract a lot of different people. So. I'll give you a perfect example. There was a gentleman that I, that, 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 I, uh, that I secured as a client. And my first order with him was like, you know, it may have been like $250,000. And I took that $250,000 and I was like, oh man, this is like, this is specifically an all mine. And I didn't realize that, no, it's not all yours. You gotta make sure that you pay your taxes. You gotta make sure that you pay your vendors. You got to make sure that like, like there, there, there's steps that you need to make sure that you do to make sure that you keep your business rolling. So what I learned was in that space is if you don't pay your taxes, when you receive your money, the IRS is going to come and they're going to come pay you a visit. And the uh, percentage points that they're going to charge you are going to be very expensive. So what I had to learn was I had to get a CPA. I had to get, you know, my LLC together. And after I got those things together, it was easy for me to then grow my business because I had an infrastructure. And based off of my infrastructure, I then started to grow my business and offer more casual pieces, more custom pieces. And my business started to grow from there. So I've been fortunate to, you know, work with, um, you know, Will Smith, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, LeBron James, uh, Blake Griffin, um, so many people. And I've just been very happy to have that opportunity. So that being said, I want to open it up for questions now because pretty much, you know, I could, like, I could literally stay here and kind of just talk, but I don't want to over talk. I know that you all have questions. So I want to go into those questions right now. Well, where that was, amazing like your story <laughs> it's really good because you took what you had being six seven and said okay you solved a problem because you're not the only person who's six seven and you're definitely not the only person who can afford a cut or who needs a custom suit so Amen. you found a space in this world that had some problems and you created the solution to those problems absolutely now, let me ask you this question. That's brilliant in itself. Um, what, since you, like I, are entrepreneurs that actually have to touch and talk to people and you have to measure people and do all that, what are you doing now in your business um, 
to pivot and to shift during these times. Because I mean, some people I see are lifting across the country. I'm not really ready to do that, you know, and get back into business. But what have you had to do to right. shift, to keep making money? Yeah, well, um, there, there are um, a bunch of SBA programs. There's paycheck protection. There are all of those things. But the, the majority of these things are loans, not grants. Mm -hmm. So in addition to filing for those, you know, I have shifted my production to include, you know, things that people need, like, you know, face covers, face masks. And, you know, I'm offering those to, um, you know, a lot of corporate clients that I deal with, whether it be UPS, FedEx, McDonald's, um, uninterrupted. Like there are, are, are several clients that I'm pursuing with the PPE uh, options that I'm now offering. And I'm just shifting for the moment because it's something that's needed. So just as a business person and an entrepreneur, you would be uh, unwise. Like if, you know, the world is burning around you, you need to find a water source and you need to find a way that you can make water hoses. That's right. I wouldn't, I, I like, like, I wouldn't, yeah, I, I wouldn't be making suits if the world is burning around me. I need to figure out what's <laughs> going on around me, figure out how right. I can help. Now, and mind you, his, you guys, he is a, a fashion designer. So his mask, his PPE equipment is beautiful. And when you go to his website, it's in the chat, chat box, warrior.com. He's selling them on there. They are beautiful. So you're, you're shifting. You're still solving problems, still preparing for when this lifts. Because we will yes. eventually go back, maybe in different ways, but we will all go back to work. So we still have to work on that business component. Right. Let's see because I can ask you 200 questions. Let's see, does anybody in the gallery have any questions for Warrior? You can, un I think you can unmute yourself. Oh, let's go to my, we can go to the chat. Oh, you know what? I love, I love what you said. I love a few things that you said. Number one, um, access. You know, being an entrepreneur, building wealth provides access. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, having money isn't everything. Well, maybe not to you, but for Correct. me, building a company and the infrastructure like you you've mentioned and putting a bomb power team together because even though we have to pay taxes that's still part of the team you know that's still part of the wheelhouse and uh creating this lifestyle so that you have access and using yeah. i love what you said using your pool of resources so when you started this business you just didn't put it out there you went to your in real estate we call it your sphere of influence so you went to your pool of resources to say this is what i've started because a closed mouth doesn't get fed you have to let people know what you're doing and for many years i struggled with that and i don't know why like oh, i can promote everybody else but me and i can promote everybody else well but me i've always had that struggle but i found that when i open my mouth and communicate with people this is what i'm doing People are looking for people because we Absolutely. need and you Absolutely. never know what that person might need. And if they don't know you offer it because you kept your mouth shut mm -hmm. and you're not using your pool of resources, then you won't have access to really build a great company and have an amazing life. So that was brilliant. Great. I want to jump in real quick and, and yeah. just share something very quickly. So my parents were both uh, amazing entrepreneurs and my mother, she owned a, she owned a daycare. And the reason why she's serving because she said that like nobody's gonna care for my babies the way I'm gonna care for them. I know that's right. So in, 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 in her doing that, she actually attracted other people who saw the care in which she manifested in dealing with my sister and I. But mm -hmm. my father, God rest his soul, he um, you know, he was in the Navy and you know, he was somebody who pretty much came up when like, you know, I mean racism and just 
things as they apply to black people are even realer now. And now because of social media, we get to see, you know, the most heinous acts across the country. Right. But like, he was pretty much coming from a standpoint of you will never go to the military and you will never work for somebody else. If you work for somebody else, you need to use it as a means to an end because mm-hmm. nobody is going to take care of you the way you'll take care of yourself. Wow. So like, you know, in reference to working for somebody else, nobody's going to pay you like you'll pay you. Nobody's going to appreciate you. And if you go and work right. for somebody else's company and that person has a son, if they are not the same ethnicity as you, you got to think about the racial insensitivity that they may have. You need to understand that their children may want to follow in their footsteps. So your ceiling may be very low. So you avoid all of that by starting your own business. Now he said, it's not easy to start your own business, but when you do start it, it's yours. That's right. So you're vested. So you'll have no problem working hard. And that and that's brilliant. And thank your father, um, may he rest in peace, but for his service as well, because he took his experience and said, okay, so this is not what you're going to do. So I've taken the same thing when I was working and my last job, like I said, was in 1999 and it has not been an easy road. Entrepreneurship is no joke, but where is so right. You are not going to pay yourself as much as anybody else would because you know your value. And if you don't, that's where it comes in with what I said about watching your mind gate. So once the Lord puts what's the Holy Spirit, whomever you, you know, you tap into that higher power, once that higher power deposits this vision into you, you have to protect your mind gate. You have to protect, you know, everything that comes in post you mm-hmm. getting this great vision because it's mm-hmm. going to come in. We have so many, you know, Instagram. Oh, I'm not pretty enough. Facebook. Oh, I'm not smart enough. Uh, uh, LinkedIn. Oh, I'm not degreed up enough. I didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. Okay, didn't go to college, made a million dollars during the recession, or more than that, put three babies through private school. Well, they probably didn't need to know that, but through private school and, um, and college. And I was able to do that because I protected my mind gate. I kept the vision in front of me and I would work some days and many days and nights until I would cry because wow. I believed in myself. I had to wow. set this up for my babies. And I already know they're not gonna be able to work for anybody for very long because they have that same entrepreneurial spirit that your parents gave to you right and and right. so it's so necessary what are you going to instill in that regard and how old are your children i have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old so are you already teaching them about business absolutely my uh we we just did a um a shoot on monday because I, I you know selling these masks and you know like social media is it, 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 it's, it's a valuable resource, but it's a resource that like, you know, it's like a human being. It has to constantly be fed. Oh, so, that's so real. <laughs> I guess, look at my daughter. My daughter Kai's up there. She went to, I get so tired of this human, human social media person. Oh, they get on my nerve. All of them. I mean, it's real. So we shot a, um, we did a shoot the other day where, you know, the, the, I, I did uh, an infant mask. I did a toddler mask. I did a mask for a woman and also a mask for myself. And I'm going to put that up probably end of week this week or early next week. And pretty much it's just like, it, it's, it, it's me, one, servicing a need. And two, my family is a part of it because I just want them to see like starting something on your own yeah. is simpler than you can imagine if you have the right people behind you and you have the right caroms and pieces in place 
Yes, absolutely. That your team and your infrastructure is so important because they will make you or break you. And my kids know along the way, my entrepreneurial path, and I'm, I've literally not had a job nine to fives and it's all God's grace and my hard work since um, 1999. And they'll tell you, we've had some highs and we've, I don't even know if they know about the super lows because I protect them from a lot, but it, it hasn't been an easy path, but it has been worth it. Shay um, has been an entrepreneur for years it with multiple streams. And she's just sitting here looking like she has a question. Hey, Shay. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, Wire, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. So I checked out your page. You have some amazing dope designs. So I'm Thank definitely going to put my husband on too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But um, so I was checking out, I, I posted something you posted on Instagram today, which was killer dope. It said, avoid toxic energy. Protecting your emotional and spiritual health is true wisdom. So can you kind of elaborate and touch on that? So, you know, you have to just be very, very careful. <laughs> I spoke on this in, 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 in like maybe like like 15 minutes ago, but like I just want to re recap it. Thank you for that question. You have to be very mindful of who's around you, and in having those people around you, you have to look at those people and judge the questions that you may want to you want to ask them, and also their advice based off of what they've done. So if you if you have friends that are great in business and not great in relationships, you don't want to ask those friends about I'm going to ask the friend who is, who's been divorced five times how to be in love, how to make a relationship last. That doesn't make any sense. So that's avoiding like, you know, and, and, and making sure that you're using your base properly. In terms of avoiding toxic people, there's that, there's that good angel and that bad angel. And they always talk to me in reference to people. When I listen, it always works in my benefit. But when I'm blinded sometimes by like, you know what? Well, this person said that they would do X for me, but you have to deal with all of their toxic energy like some, some, somebody could bring a million dollars to your business, but bring you $20 million worth of headaches and problems. And you don't want that. So that's what I mean by that. That is so true. Now I'm a, thank you, Shay. That was a great question. Thank you for doing that research and that homework too. Look at, we on here in Greatness and Garage is doing big things. Now I'm a connector of people. That's one of my gifts. I love connecting people. Now my job is to connect, it's your job to grow it. I want to introduce where you to my good friend. She runs the entire city of Miami through the Chamber of Commerce, <laughs> Connie Kennard. Connie Kennard is, she is such an amazing, amazing businesswoman. Um, we met in Nashville. She had this awesome uh, opportunity in Miami several years ago that she took with the Chamber of Commerce. She literally runs the city right under the mayor. And wow. um, she's just, she just, She's such a supporter of people. She loves women. She's a huge supporter of women, but she really supports people. And I want to make sure that you guys are able to be introduced. And Connie, tell us a little bit about what you do down there in Miami and how everything is going right Ab now. Absolutely. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes. Okay, very good. So first, thank you, Paige. You're such an encourager. I've been seeing your 
your emails about your your these chats and I was able to make this one. I said I want to make sure that I support you because I, your spirit is is uh, uh, what do they say? Um, you can right. get it. You catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Connie. Uh-huh. Yeah. So no, no, this has been a great session. Thank you for this information. I work at the convention bureau. I was in Nashville and I now work in Miami with tourism, but in particular, um, we work with businesses here, um, businesses of color to make sure that they're part of this tourism industry and, and that they also get some of the dollars uh, that, that are spread around. So I'm always interested in hearing number one, personally for some business uh, endeavors that I want to do, but also how to help another business uh, in this whole mindset. So um, this information has been very good and definitely I'll make sure I have your information and link because, you know, yeah. uh, knowledge is power and knowing what you do, who knows, there could be an op opportunity here in Miami to, to make a connection uh, as well. Um, I actually had a question for you, kind of a Kind of a hey Shay to kind of a follow up hey Shay hey y'all Nashville I'm always Nashville I mean I'm um, but it was interesting speak a little bit about you know you have your vision and you have this dream and you want to do something but you haven't incorporated it yet it's not there yet but you need to share it with some people because you need that bounce back mm -hmm. but there's always this, this kind of thing as you're sharing your idea, there could be somebody who takes it and can, can run with it and it actually can execute it very well. But yes. at the same time, you need to share sometimes to get feedback. Do you have any thought or balance on that that could be helpful? Absolutely. So a friend of mine, uh, her name is Ashley. She had started this business with a friend of hers and that business is no longer around. But the purpose of me telling you about that is she created this flow chart and on the flow chart, it was like, you know, like we, we, like we've all seen those mafia movies and the mafia movies, they'll show like the FBI office where they'll have like the boss here, there'll be a line, then it's three, three, three people below, below that. And then another line and eight people below that. Like she created this flow chart of like, you know, entertainment resources, business, resources and it was all based on people who were but if you like when it comes time for you to actually um, ignite whatever person you need if you don't have your contacts broken up properly then you'll always be like well who can I go to to get some tax information from who can I go to if I need to have some graphics done but if you take some time and just in your phone, create to you. If you do that, it makes it so much easier to utilize your contacts. Because the thing is, I've been doing business for 16 years, right? So I meet all types of people. And like, I always think of whenever I need something, I know I know somebody, but before I did my list, I could never like pinpoint and go directly to a list that shows me all the people that I know. But once I created that list, it made it so much easier for me to navigate my contacts because they're your contacts. And that's that's it. really good. That's so one of the ways. A flow chart for your pool of resources for your sphere of influence. And so instead of just writing down everybody you know, you categorize them with, you know, where they will be beneficial 
for not only your business, but where you can benefit them as well. And so now you have that constant circle exactly. contact. And if you don't have somebody on there that you need, I guarantee you, once you write everybody out and categorize them, they'll know somebody, right? So that's just, you know, what greatness and garage is right here. There's somebody that on here that I may not know or have, but I'm sure where has, or Kai has, or Natasha has. So right. it's a matter right. of always having those contacts in front of you. That's really good. And that's really needed, especially when you're trying to launch, because the hardest thing to do in a business is actually launch it. Because that means that you're really putting both your feet in, you're getting wet, you're about to do the dive. I mean, it's happening. And you want to make yeah. sure you have not just your team, but also your sphere of influence and your pool of resources. Oh, I'm in a garage. That is, it's just brilliant. There, 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 there's also one other thing I want to add. Connie, the thing is, ideas are a dime a dozen. It's the execution Absolutely. that's important. Absolutely. People always feel like, you know, I got this great idea. I got this great idea. Somebody's going to steal it. If you, you know, again, if you make sure that you identify your resources, by identifying your resources, you'll then be able to go to people who you trust, who you can share the entire idea A to Z with, and it'll also give you a paper trail. So if this idea of yours pops up anywhere else, you know who to come and get it. But it's, the, it's not the idea, it's just the execution of it. Absolutely. It's the most you know, important there thing. There's a scripture that says, uh, many are called, but few are chosen. And I believe the church has really distorted that scripture to make it seem like there's one person that's better than another. And then that all gets all convoluted. What I often thought it meant was, yeah, many are called, but few are chosen. But what if that means that the few are chosen are the ones that answered the call? Wow. Chills. And I'm at 90 degree weather. What if that means that the ones who have been chosen are simply the ones that said, yes, I'll do that hard work. Yes, I'll cry in the nighttime. Yes, I'll go without for just a little while till I can get access to get more. Yes, I'll get past fear and doubt and I'll get all those words. What did you call it? Um, I keep my, my, my mind gate clear and my signals keep clear so that when those words that, of doubt and fear come in, I won't get stuck and stop. What if I just said, yes, I'll do it. You know, when my show was on, um, it ended last year, but when it was on, it got back to me just through, you know, people talking. Oh, such and such said, how did she get a show? Oh, how did she do this? Oh, how did she do that? I'm not an actor. I've always known I'd end up on TV, but I'm not an actor and I never pursued it. You know what I did? I had an idea at midnight. I got up. I, I formed an email. I sent it to a production company. They fell in love with me and the partner that was on the show. And within six weeks, I was filming Flipper Flop Nashville on HGTV to over a million viewers a week. You know what? You know why I got it? Because I sent the email. You know why I got it? I got an idea. I wasn't the only one that got an idea. I just did the work. And everybody who knows me on here knows that my hashtag all the time is do the work and see the fruit. If you want what I have, then do what I do. And I bet you you'll do it a little bit better because you're going to step out a little bit farther. That's it. So with that said, Listen, you have us going off on in here, Warrior. Listen, you have set up a firestorm of entrepreneurs. Um, I have a good friend on the line, and she actually, I'm going to put her on the spot. Um, I don't know if her husband is home. Well, he should be. We're on quarantine. Um, Kent Trammell. They have just started, Warrior, a company called the Westside Hat Company. Uh -huh. 
Um, they, because every everywhere has a West Side. I was about to say that, but she came already promoting the shirt. Everywhere has a West Side. Yeah. I wonder, um, with and your hand is up. I didn't even know this. Listen, the Lord is just moving on me today. So <laughs> this is my very good friend. Uh, we call her Michelle. Her name is Michelle Cremel. <coughs> her and her husband, Kent, who's also entertainment. He has been working in television production for probably a couple of decades now. He's really a brilliant man, but they've started um, the West Side Hat Company. Dot com. Um, so Michelle, ask away. Good morning. I will. Good morning, Warrior. Thank you. So How are you, dear? Much. You dropped so many huge jewels to us today. This huh? has been absolutely amazing. So thank you for all of that. Um, thank you. So like Paige said, my husband recently we started. We're trying to establish a brand called the West Side Hat Company. So we have hats, T-shirts, sweats, basically like street street apparel, streetwear. And so at this point, we're selling through our website. We are establishing our brand through social media. But my question for you, which ties into what I'd like for us to do is, at what point in your career did you get an agent? Because I feel like as we're selling um, online, we're trying to establish ourselves through social media, would it make sense to, and at what point for us to possibly, you know, get a marketing team so that we're just focused on the creation, but then we have yeah. this marketing team behind us to push our online sales, push our brand, you know, take it to places where, you know what I mean? All I know is um, Instagram and Facebook, but there's got to be other alleyways that we could go into to yeah, establish yeah, yeah. That's this brand a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, well, the first, well, one, I would say, I've had a love-hate relationship with, uh, with agents because I feel like a lot of them are lazy. And if they have, have like, you know, brand is paying them $1,000 a month, they don't really have to service each brand equally. They're just servicing the brands that, you know, their major accounts are like following. So I say all that to say, um, for your brand, I would create a wish list of people who I want my brand on. And if you like, I mean, like you, you're, you're in, uh, you're in Memphis. No, we're, we're in LA. Oh, you know. Oh yeah. I, like I would create a wish list of people who I want my stuff to be on. And then mm -hmm. I would, you know, maybe if, if, if the list is like 20 people deep, I would choose the people with the highest wattage, meaning the people okay. with, with, with the most visibility and organically find a way to put yourself in a position to where you can get your stuff directly to them. And the thing is, we live in Los Angeles. It's a big city, but a small town. You can touch anybody. True. Especially with like, I mean, like with your resource, like, like that's why I'm saying resources and your contact base is so important. I would say, and I say this all the time, I would do a Japanese approach. Like Japan, they weren't worried about selling to everybody. They were like, let me, let's fortify ourselves as Japanese people first. And they made their stuff so coveted that everybody wanted to be a part of their market that they were then able to say, okay, you can come and be a part of this market. You can come and be a part of this market. No, not you. You're able to dictate. So since you live in Los Angeles, say you want to get it to, you know, Childish Gambino. Well, I would search who represents Childish Gambino? Who is his agent? Where does he frequent? Like, I know he lives in La Cunada. Like, I would just make sure that, like, I just got on my grind to figure out who those people are. And then when you meet them, just let them know your story. And then you'll start to grow because if you gave me this beanie, 
say you say say I was one of the people that you wanted to to, to access, and you 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 saw this uh this platform you like buys. I do amazing beanies, and you sent it to me, and it was something that I actually wanted and something I could use. I'm gonna put it on, and here we go. I'm gonna be like, yo, this is who made this, and if you got ten people doing that, that's much better than a marketing company could ever be for you. Way sense. better. Thank you. Yeah, and you will be getting a hat very soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Pick your color, Isn't brother. That? What's happening? Isn't what's up, bro? What's How going on, man? Yeah, I'm good. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what that that's what I would do. And then and 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 then by I'll just end it with this. As you start to see more people wearing the West Side Hat Company, people are going to come to you. If you decide that you want to be proactive and you want to reach out to somebody. When they see your press page, they'll say, oh, wow, they've already done the heavy lifting. Agents and managers, by and large, in my opinion, who I've dealt with, are lazy. They don't want to do no work. They want to come in when you've done all the work, come in and put their company stamp on it. So if you go out and do it yourself, which you can because our community is not big out here. Anybody, like, you can, like if you want to meet the Migos, you can. If you want to meet Barack, it's not that, it's, trust me, it's not that hard. Because you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Well, not to yeah, mention the Migos are on the label of my brother in here. Just say, I mean, like. <laughs> they're on his label. And guess what? His wife is best friends with this little pretty girl on here right now. So, um, yeah. Just prove your point, warrior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you, you just never know who you know. Like, people are not, uh, uh, like, not, they're not even a half of a degree away. They're like 0.5 of a degree away with social Literally. media. Literally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, well I think that, um, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Westside Hat Company.com. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There's a Westside yeah, everywhere. Everywhere got a Westside. I love it. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, Connie also put, Connie Kennard put her information in. I said, uh, uh, I don't know what I said, but she actually works for the tourism part of Miami, which is even better. You know why? Because they put on all the concerts. My bad. So, yes, you want to go where all the conventions and concerts are. She put her contact information in the chat box. You guys take a picture of it. Connect with her. There's a West Side in Miami, Michelle. So connect with her. We can find out what's going on with the fashion industry out there. You know, so take advantage of the resources when they come up. Because let me tell you guys something. I have found that I am so blessed and I have a favor about me and what I do and how I move because I move in, okay, as Laura said, I put out there what I want and I promise you I get it. But when when you have the opportunity to connect with greatness, don't don't take you know that for granted because it doesn't come around for everybody i promise you it doesn't that's why i've been able to move the way i've moved in my life because i have an expectancy and i have this ownership that i have where i actually believe what the bible says about me is true so these things come because i work towards them and then they come to me it's almost like they meet me halfway so take advantage when we have greatness that comes on uh, greatness in garages and when you're introduced to people and when people put their information out there, like Connie just did, like Warrior did, go to his website, support him. If you know somebody who needs an infant mask, send them to him. I, I was in the store yesterday, all masked up and geared up, and there were girls in there who had their masks on and they didn't have masks on their babies. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. And I was like, and then I got an attitude with them, Beyonce and the backup dancers. They looked ridiculous. And I was mad. You know what? I wish I had a whole bag of wear masks for infants on my back because I would have just said, here, you got to pay me so I could pay him, but you need a mask for your infant. So, you know, he's still solving problems during COVID. We are still going to come out stronger when this is over with our vision. In my, I just read earlier this morning, in the introduction in my book, The Go Life, <clears throat> um, it says, work your plan and God will create your path. That's what we're said today. When you get it, work it. When it gets here, start working it. Because I promise you, if you don't work it, you're going to look up in five years and say, I thought about that five years ago. The only difference is that they did something with their gift, period. So thank you, Ware, so much for coming on Greatness in Garages. You are truly a great man. Um, we just thank you for all you're doing in the industry. We thank you for just your brilliance on this uh, webinar during this time. We know you have your babies at home. Thank you guys so much. We will be right here on Greatness and Garages next Wednesday at 12 noon central. I'll let you know who our guest is a little bit later on today, but they're going to be great because you know what? We do great things on Greatness and Garages. Bye y'all. God bless. <laughs>